Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It is another opportunity for every one of us to come together and to have a victory night service online. Really, we have to thank God for the privilege and the provision God makes made for us. And also I bring greetings to you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on behalf of the leadership of the Butterfly Fellowship. And I take this as an opportunity and a privilege to share God's word in this evening. And today I titled my message as what we should do when the storms come. What we should do when the storms come. The scripture reference Matthew chapter 14 verses 22 to 33. From Gospel of Matthew chapter 14, 22 to 33. Even though this is recorded by John the Gospel chapter 6, 14 to 21 and also Mark 6, 45 to 52, I have chosen this uh, Gospel Matthew. And also, there are many translations as we know, I have chosen today the NLT translation. When you look behind the background of this Jesus walks on the water according to the Bible title, this portion. And uh, the background is after Jesus fed 5,000 people and uh, of course he has sent these disciples to the other side of the sea. So in this portion there are many things we can learn. That is, there are mirac many miracles we can title them. The miracle of Jesus walking on the water, the miracle of Peter walking on the water, or the miracle of Jesus calming the storm. But let me read the portion today from the NLT version. Before that, I request all of you to open your Bible, whatever the versions you have, so that you will know the difference. There are certain differences in our words. Let me read it for you from verse 22. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake. While he sent the people home, verse 23, after sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land for a strong wind had risen and they were fighting heavy waves 
25 about 3 o'clock in the morning jesus came toward them walking on the water when the disciples saw him walking on the water they were terrified in their fear they cried out it is your ghost 27 but jesus spoke to them at once don't be afraid he said take courage i am here then peter called to him lord if it is really you tell me to come to you walking on the water yes come jesus said so peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water toward jesus but when he saw a strong wind and the waves he was terrified and began to sink save me lord he shouted verse 31 jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him you have so little faith jesus said why did you doubt me when they climbed back into the boat the wind stopped 33 then the disciples worshiped him you really you are the son of god they exclaimed dear brothers and sisters very often we find ourselves in a similar situation life is filled with the storms that's why i titled this message like that so we need to know what to do when the storm comes what we should do when the storm comes number 1 what is the frightening reality of this storm verse 24 what happened to them what they did it they, number 1 they were in the middle of the problem they were in the middle of the sea they were about 2 to 3 miles that is 5 km from the shore they found themselves caught into the middle life as a way of putting us in the middle of our life secondly everything was against them in that situation the scripture says the wind was contrary it was strong wind the bible says the strong wind it was contrary yes very often it seems that everything going against us the winds of life blow contrary or against us in our life then it was the darkest hour the disciples did not know which way to go the fourth watch was the last watch of the night it was dark and it is dangerous so they had a threefold problem what are the problem the distance from the shore is far the direction of the wind was against 
the darkness of the because of the darkness of the night they could not see anything god arranged it as an illustration of the problems we all used to have so it is very much applicable in this present situation you can say some of us may be having a same situation facing it maybe we far and the direction of the wind was something was against us anyhow we will conclude that and the darkness is the night we do not know what to do and where we are secondly what is god's position and provision in the stormy situation verse 22 to 27 what is god's position or provisions in the stormy situation here first thing we should know god is aware knows about it why i say this verse 22 says that what is the verse 22 says in a nlt immediately after this jesus insisted that his disciples to get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake he himself insisted them here in nkgv it says immediately jesus made his disciples to get into the boat and some translation use the other words urged him them to go to the other side so here he insisted that means god is aware of the situation secondly jesus christ is praying verse 22 we read 22b he went up into the hills by himself to pray when you look when you just there is the same the same boat and the storm is also recorded in another portions where jesus was with them with the disciple traveling with them in the boat that is calming the storm in matthew 8:23 mark 4:35 and luke 8:22 says there jesus was traveling with them but here john 6:14 mark 6:45 and matthew 14:22 says Jesus was out of the boat and he sent himself disciples alone to the other side of it so in this case when jesus sent them away and he is not going to sleep he is praying so what we understand god knows our situation and he is praying for us thirdly he is watching over us where the scripture says turn to mark 6 what 48a it is not recorded here in matthew but mark records it mark 648a says then he saw them straining at the rowing the wind was against them he saw them even though it is 5 kilometers far from the shore 
and apart from that he is on the top of the mountain and it is a dark situation but the bible records he saw them so god is watching over how doing he will reach us on any situation like stormy dark and to any distance he will reach that's what the scripture says he walked towards them after seeing them straining and struggling for when the storm was against them he saw them when he is not only watching and sitting and praying over there after seeing he walked through them so he reached on us on any situation no storm can stop him no darkness can stop him no distance where god cannot reach there it is mentioned about 5 kilometers whether it is a 5 kilometer or 500 kilometer or 5000 kilometers distance never makes a difference for our god to reach us fifthly god is never surprised of our storms 22 to 23 why do i say that because he has all power he has all authority the the storm is nothing for him it may be against the disciples but it it will never be against our god he can go through the storms and reach us sixthly god will use our storms as a pathway to us Jesus came toward them walking on the water storm cannot stop him and the same storm became a pathway and made him reach them fast so god used the same storm as a pathway to reach us also God will use our storms to reveal himself to us that's what the 26 and 27 says what is 27 he said disciples saw him walking on the water and also 27 Jesus spoke to them at once don't be afraid he said take courage i am here I can say the verse 27 literally says take courage I am don't be afraid Jesus Jesus use the name of God the name I am this is the name for the great self existent of God it is the very holy name this name is a declaration of deity Jesus was saying I am in charge here we need not we need to see him as a Christ in the midst of our storm who is in charge of it this name is a proclamation of his presence not i was not i am going to be but i am i am this is the 
eternally contemporary Christ he is just as real just as near just as very dear just as precious and just as present today as he was then he is with you right now he is the eternal i am jesus says i am and we can fill the blank he is all we need in our stormy situation paul understood this truth when he wrote in philippians 4:19 he says and my god shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by christ jesus he also writes in colossians 2:10 colossians 2:10 and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power he is the head of all principality and powers not only is jesus is necessary but he is enough whoever you are whatever your situation would be he is enough to us jesus christ is enough to us to the artist he is a he is altogether lovely to the architect he is the chief cornerstone to the banker he is the hidden treasure to the baker he is the living bread to the biologist he is the life to the builder he is the sure foundation to the doctor he is the great physician to the educator he is the great teacher to the farmer he is the lord of the harvest to the geologist he is the rock of ages to the lawyer he is my advocate to the philosopher he is the wisdom of god to the preacher he is the word of god to the statesman he is the desire of all nations to the theologian he is the author and finisher of our faith to the to the traveler he is the new and the living way to the sinner he is the lamp of god that takes away the sin of the world dear child of god to the child of god he is the son of the living god our savior our redeemer and our lord he is the i am so as a child of god he is the son of the living god our savior our redeemer and our lord 
and he is our everything thirdly what must be our response to the storm or during the stormy situation what is our response what must be our response here number 1 we must look for jesus when the storm comes verse 26 we must look for jesus when the storm comes they saw that what is threatened to be over their head was already under his feet Ephesians 2 1:22 says he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church we must spend time with god in prayer and reading his word until we see what they saw what the disciples did even when he was passing through he could not recognize and thought that it is a ghost and with fear they cried which we should not do secondly we must listen to jesus while the storm rages 27 to 29 jesus will comfort us verse 27 do not be afraid he said take courage i am here jesus also will challenge us verse 28 to 29 what is the challenge then peter called to him lord if it is really you tell me to come to you walking on the water what was jesus challenge yes come jesus said so our life could be challenged our faith should be challenged roman 10:17 says so then faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of god thirdly we must obey jesus in spite of storm we must obey jesus in spite of storm what i said first we must look for jesus when the storm comes secondly we must listen to jesus while the storm rages thirdly we must obey jesus in spite of the storm faith is uh, our venturing everything on god's faithfulness When Peter walked on the water he was really walking on the word Peter believed God and did something about it The Bible is the book to be believed we need to start obeying the Lord we like the safety of the boat so we sit and watch the Lord pass by us or passes by fourthly we must walk with jesus throughout the storm verse 30 of 14 we must walk with jesus throughout the storm simon peter did not drown and neither will you 
Simon may not have walked very far, but he walked further than the rest of the disciples. It is safer to be on the waves with Jesus than in the boat without him. Simon faltered because he looked at the circumstances and not his Savior. We are commanded to keep our eyes of faith firmly fixed on Jesus in our life. Colossians 2.6 says, As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, Jesus will not let you draw. Psalm 37.23 Psalm 37.23 The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. Peter got back to the ship. One of the two ways. One is he walked after that or Jesus carried him into the boat. Either way. Fifthly, we must worship Jesus after the storm. So I say this under what we should do. What must be our response to the storm during the situation? One is we must look for Jesus when the storm comes. Verse 26. We must listen to Jesus while the storm breaks. 27 to 29. We must obey Jesus in spite of the storm. Verse 29b. We must walk with Jesus throughout the storm. Verse 30. Now 31 to 33. We must worship Jesus after the storm. Why did Jesus walk on water? So that the disciple would know he was sufficient for them. The storm was a highway that brought Jesus to them. The problem was the only vehicle that brought Jesus to them. It brought Jesus in reality to them. That is 33 verse 33. Truly you are the son of God. Dear children of God, our, the purpose of our life on this earth as well as in eternity is worship God. Worship is our response to God's grace. Simon Peter did not drown and neither we should be. But after having Christ, what did they did it? They said, truly you are the son of God. And they fell and they worshipped him. To conclude, if we think that you are in a stormy situation in life, like a physical sickness, worries, 
discouragements about losing job or a financial crisis or a fear about this coronavirus or whatever you are in because the whole it is not only first thing we should remember is please remember one thing you are not only the, not the only person it is not you alone there are many 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 not only our home not only our city not only our country our nation the problem is around the world we are not exempted but one thing we know is we know jesus we have jesus knowing jesus facing the stormy situation is something better than millions of people in the world verse 31 jesus immediately immediately the bible says immediately reached out and grabbed him you have so little faith jesus said why did you doubt me immediately he reached and grabbed him when he is about to fall 31 in the other words he says uh, nkgv says jesus stretch out his hand and caught him dear brothers and sisters if you are in that situation as the word encourage as that we should know we are not the only person we have jesus let us know further as a reminder god is aware he knows about all our situation jesus christ is always there praying for us even though he let us all alone to go through the stormy situation he is behind us and he is praying for us and he is watching over us always and he will reach us on any situation like a stormy dark and any distance as i said it is distance never be become a matter to him any distance he will reach us immediately no storm is greater than our car let us understand that he can lead us through and over the storm in our life so no storm is greater than our card no sickness is greater than our card who cannot heal god will use our storms as a pathway to us god will use the same storm to reach us quickly god will use our storms to reveal himself to us who he is even last week on the friday message when pastor mentioned about jonah jonah was swallowed by the fish 
Just imagine his situation. I was comparing that. At least in the middle of the sea, the storm, the disciples were there. But Jonah was all alone inside the fish. Complete darkness. What he did it? After three days, he prayed and he cried. God heard and commanded the fish to vomit him, delivered him near the soul. So the same, he was in the middle of the sea. And also inside the sea, there was the middle of the sea, he is inside the uh, uh, big fish. So when conclude, pastor said, the fear kills the people. But faith saves the souls. Fear kills the people. And the faith saves the souls. What we should do when the storm comes? Do not fear. Do not fear. That is what Jesus said. You have so little faith. If any one of us have little faith, please confess before him. Jesus asked Peter, why did you doubt me? So the same question will be towards us. If you are fearful, if you are worried, if you are discouraged, if you are crying for our stormy situation, the word of God to us first is to encourage, do not fear. The same God said, why did you doubt me? So, we must have a strong faith in God to overcome any stormy situation. We must have a strong faith in God to overcome any stormy situation in our life. For a child of God, there is victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus said to them, I am, I am with you. Today, when we are facing a stormy situation, God's word to us is, I am with you always. Do not fear. Do not be discouraged. Have faith in him. May God bless us. Let's pray. Pastor Leslie will lead us in prayer. Praise the Lord, Church. It is now time for us to go into a time of prayer where we will go into the presence of God, bring our prayer points across to Him and pray that God will be with us, God will remain in charge and control of everything that concerns us. So Church, let's be in an attitude of prayer over the next couple of minutes. Shall we take a moment to thank God for the message of hope that we have heard right now? And in line with that, let us also thank God
for his presence with us at all times, in calm times and in stormy times. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Father God, for the word which we heard right now, the word of hope, the word of assurance that your presence is there with us at all times. And Father God, it is such a comfort to know that we are never alone in the midst of a storm. We thank you, Lord, that your eyes are upon us at all times. And we thank you, Lord, that today, tonight, you have spoken to us. And we are grateful for all that you are doing in our lives. We give all glory to you. We thank you for the good times, the calm times we have had. And we know, Lord, that your presence has been with us. We also thank you, Lord, that you are with us in these stormy times. Thank you, Lord, for all that you are to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let us thank God for our understanding today that even when we think we are alone, we are not. For God is constantly watching over us. Let us commit ourselves to firmly being focused on the Lord at all times, the good times, the not-so-good times, and the stormy times. As long as we keep our eyes and our heart and our mind on Jesus Christ, we will not sink. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are with us always. And Father God, we thank you, Lord, that we can just look up to you, Lord, for Lord Father, and we will not sink into the stormy sea around us, Lord Father. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that your presence is there with us, ready to lift us up, Lord Father. Be they good times, be they not so good times, or be they stormy times. Your hand is stretched out to us, Lord, and Father God, we are grateful for that. Father, we pray, Lord, that every one of us will learn, Lord Father, to focus on you, Lord. Not to look at things around us. Not to look at circumstances or the environment around us, Lord Father, which can be so dreary at times, but just to focus on you. And as we focus on you, we will be overcomers, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord. We give all glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Church, let's pray that we do not live in fear, but our daily walk will be a walk of faith. So let's take a moment to pray for this current storm the world is passing through right now. There is nothing God cannot solve. Pray that this COVID-19 infection will be curtailed and that God will completely wipe it out. Let's just surrender the situation into the Lord's hands. Father, we thank you, Lord, that this whole world is, you, is yours and everything that happens in it, you are in charge, you are in control of, Lord Father. Father God, we do not want to live in fear. We do not want to be scared of things around us, Lord Father. But we ask right now, Lord Father, even as this whole world is enveloped in, in just trying to tackle this COVID-19 situation, Father God, we know, Lord, that beyond anything that man can do, it is only your intervention that's going to change the situation, Lord. And Father, we ask, Lord, that you not only curtail this infection, Lord Father, but you totally abolish it, Lord Father. 
that we can be out on the streets once again, Lord Father, out in the church once again, out in our offices, in the schools, in the marketplace, Lord Father, without fear, Lord Father, without fear that we will be infected, Lord Father. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you will totally eradicate this disease, Lord Father. Such a small virus has produced this much fear in us, Lord Father, but I pray, Lord, that we, your people, will not live in fear. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Church, let's take a moment to pray for all those who are sick with COVID-19. Pray that they shall be restored to perfect health. Let's specifically pray for Sister Trevi and Brother Standrick and use them as points of contact. And let us also thank God for the health and strength he is restoring onto Sister Trevi. Brother Standrick, and everyone else we may pray about at this particular point of time. So remember all those that you can think about who are ill at this point of time. Church, let's pray. Father, we commit all those who are sick with the disease into your hands right now, Lord. Father God, it is our desire that every one of them, Lord Father, shall be restored to health, Lord Father. That death has had enough of its play, Lord Father. Father God, we specially pray for Sister Trivine right now in hospital, Lord Father. But we pray, Lord Father God, that you will strengthen her. You will restore her to health, Lord Father. Any remnant of the disease shall be totally taken out of her body, Lord Father. That she shall be fine and well and stand in front of you to this congregation to testify, Lord Father. Father, we pray for Brother Standrick, Lord Father. And if there's any other person we know of, Lord Father, right now we commit them into your hands, Lord Father. And we pray, Lord, that health shall be their portion. Restoration of health shall be their portion, Lord. We thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's continue to pray for hospital workers and all those who come in contact with the sick daily. Pray that they will be protected by the blood of our Lord. Pray for all those who come in contact with the sick. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you have your people placed in different places with talents to help out those who are sick at this point. We know, Lord, that healing comes from you, Lord Father. But every one of those people that you have placed in hospitals, starting from the ambulance drivers, Lord Father, the, the ward boys or any other person, Lord Father, the nurses, the doctors, the lab techs, the physiotherapists, whoever they are, Lord Father, we just ask, Lord Father, that you protect them by your blood, Lord Father. Father God, we thank you, Lord Father, for the work that they are doing, Lord Father. But we pray, Lord, that they will not be infected, Lord Father. They will not be sick and they shall continue to do your, their service as unto you, Lord Father. We thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Shall we take a moment to pray for small business owners who are facing financial losses right now? Pray that they too will have a restoration of their businesses. Let's also pray for those who have lost jobs or whose jobs are being threatened and those who have taken severe pay cuts. 
pray that God shall help us overcome this crisis. Father, we continue, Lord, to commit every one of us into your hands. And we know, Lord, that within our midst, there are some who have lost jobs, Lord. There are some who have taken pay cuts, Lord. There are some, Lord Father, whose jobs are threatened, Lord. And there are some who own businesses, Lord Father, who are facing financial difficulties right now, Lord. Father God, we know, Lord, that you can and you will restore every one of them, Lord Father. You have a beautiful future for every one of us, Lord Father. And I pray, Lord, that the due restoration unto them, whether it is in their business, whether, it's, whether it is in the jobs, whether it is in their visas, Father God, I pray, Lord, that it shall be done, Lord. You shall make things beautiful, Lord Father. Our hope is only in you, Lord Father. This is not a storm we cannot overcome because we are overcoming it with you, Lord Father. All glory be yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's pray for nations and rulers of nations. Pray for your own country. Pray for the rulers in your country. Take a moment to pray for Oman, for His Majesty Sultan Haitham and his council of ministers. Pray for divine wisdom upon all our rulers that they may make the right decisions and pray that the economy of all these nations revives in due time. Church, let's pray for our rulers and our nations. Father, we thank you for these nations, the nations we come from, the nation we are living in. Father God, every country on this earth is yours, Lord Father. And Father God, we ask, Lord, that at this time you will give divine wisdom to rulers, Lord Father, that whatever decisions they take, whatever policies they create at this time will be good. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you will give them that supernatural understanding, Lord, to be able to do what is right at this time, Lord Father. And I pray, Lord, that things will not go so bad that the economy will suffer that badly that it cannot revive, Lord. Father God, we ask, Lord, for various forms of restoration, Lord Father, including the restoration of nations, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do and for what you are already doing with the nations, Lord Father. We thank you especially for Oman and its leadership, Lord Father, his Majesty, Sultan Haitham and his Council of Ministers, Lord Father. And we pray, Lord, that you will give them divine guidance to do what needs to be done in a right way, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's take a moment to pray for the future. Let us pray for a beautiful, healthy, God-centered tomorrow. Pray that we will never go back to our old worldly style of living. Pray that we will choose not to return to the rat race of chasing things in this world. Pray that our tomorrow will be different from our yesterday. Pray that our tomorrows will be beautiful. Pray that tomorrows, our tomorrows will be God-centered and Christ-centered. Father God, we ask that you take care of our tomorrows also, Lord, our future, Lord. We pray, Lord, that as we step into our tomorrows, which you are going to make right for us, Lord, we will choose to walk in ways that are right in your sight. We will choose to be righteous in everything that we do, Lord Father. Father God, we will choose not to chase the things of this world, but rather to seek after you, Lord. 
Father God, we will choose not to go after the gods of this world. But Father God, we will choose to be with you and to, to seek you and you alone, Lord Father. Father God, give us that mindset. Give us that understanding that our future is in you and only in you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's pray for the church, the church at large, as well as our local church. And pray that the church will take a rightful stand and move in an anointed way in the days to come. Pray that God will give wisdom to the leadership of this church and every other church. That what we do will be with God in the center. It will be God's will that will be done. Church, pray for the church. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the church that you created, Lord Father. But we want it to be the church that you want it to be, Lord Father. A church where you are the center where you are the head, and it is your will which will be done in the church, Lord Father. Father God, help us to focus on you and your word, Lord. Anoint the leaders in the church, Lord Father. All churches, Lord Father, we ask, Lord, that your anointing be poured out upon the, the pastors and the leaders of the churches, Lord Father. We ask that your anointing be poured out on your people, Lord Father, within the churches. That there shall be a mighty awakening for you, Lord Father. A mighty anointing in your churches, Lord Father. That indeed, the church that we shall get into tomorrow, Lord, will be a different church from the one that we have just come out of, Lord. It will be a church with life. It will be a church where there is life. And Father God, it will be a church where your name and your name alone is glorified. Thank you, Lord. All glory be yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Finally, let us pray for ourselves, our families, our homes, our near and dear ones, whether they are close by or in distant lands. Pray, especially for little children and our older parents, that they shall enjoy good health. Pray that none of us shall ever waver in our faith, nor shall we turn away from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, nor shall we sink into any storm. Neither us, nor our children, nor our parents, nor our loved ones shall sink into any storm because our focus shall be on the Lord. Pray for ourselves. Church, let's pray. Thank you, Father, for those you have placed around me, Lord Father. I commit myself, I commit my family into your hands, Lord Father. And I pray, Lord, that your presence will be mighty with each one of us, Lord. That you will continue to guard us and guide us and lead us, Lord Father. That we will not waver in our faith, Lord Father. We will continue to learn to trust in you, Lord Father. Father God, there are times when we have backslidden, Lord Father. There are times when we have chosen to do our own stuff, Lord Father. But Father God, I pray, Lord, that from henceforth, our faith will be in you and in you alone. Our trust will be in you. Our desire to do things will be a desire that pleases you, Lord Father. And we will walk in ways that in that great day when we finally stand, Lord, 
you will say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Father, make us those kinds of people, Lord Father. Every one of us, make us those kinds of people, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And as we close, let us thank God for our pastor who brought us God's word this evening. Pray for God's blessing on him and sister. Pray for a fresh anointing on him as he continues to shepherd this church. Church, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for our pastor, who you have used this evening, Lord Father, to deliver unto us a message of hope. That in the midst of any storm, we just need to look to you. Because you never forsake us nor leave us. You are there with us. Father God, we stretch out our hands unto you, Lord Father. Receive us, Lord. Pull us up. And as we shelter in under your wings, Lord Father, keep us safe. We just want to be with you. We want to be close with you. We want to feel your presence around us at all times. And we thank you, Lord, that you used our pastor to bring across this word to us. Father, we pray, Lord, that you will bless him and sister mightily, Lord Father. And you will continue to anoint him and bless him the more, Lord Father, so that he will continue to bring us words of encouragement in days to come. And he will truly be the shepherd you have meant him to be in our midst. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Father, we thank you, Lord Father, for this time that we have had. Even though we are in our different homes, Lord Father, yet, Lord, we are united by your spirit and in love, Lord Father. And Father, we come to you thankful that we are not a dead people. We come to you, Lord, thankful that we are not a hopeless people, Lord Father. We come to you, Lord Father, because we have the great I am with us, Lord. Father God, accept us for who we are, Lord. Receive every prayer that has been offered unto you this evening, Lord Father. And we thank you, Lord Father, for the answers which you have already sent our way. Be glorified in our lives. Be glorified in our church, Lord Father. Thank you, Lord. Be with us during the rest of this, this week, Lord Father. Guide us, guard us, lead us, take care of us in every situation. We thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' most holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Shall we share the grace? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.